2: need thanos to snap and get rid of half of all life in the world as we know it in my opinion
3: yes
2: oh hey everybody welcome to this great slapdick session i will say though on a positive positive note that was the quickest pre-talk we ever had before we started
4: (laughs) because i couldn't for those that don't know, every week you wonder why our pa- podcast fucking sucks. I'm sorry, on, there's going to be a lot of cursing this week. But we waste all the good shit talking to each other before we press record. I took a vow of silence until Steve hit record today.
2: <laughs> well, secretly I record without recording, so I have a, it's going to be an audio book one day.
4: So could I start calling you Steve the Government Kachevsky? just constantly taking our data.
2: Yes. Yeah, and I'm selling it. He's actually selling it to
5: ads right now, Brad. Good. Every click that you click is
2: going to be an ad. Or an NFT. It's about time. I want it to sell for $80 million. And so it's going for, it for $80 million. But you know, I go list. I just get my information from Joe Rogan. That's that's all that happens. Yeah. That's you gotta
5: do.
4: Obviously, a subject matter expert on everything.
2: Would you listen to him or the guy that looks like me? Uh, listen, I'm gonna listen to Joe Rogan.
5: No, JB no, is no, shorter than listen- you, and he's uh, as wide as you are tall, Steve.
4: Yeah, Joe Any Rogan's like a ever- bowling ball. Yeah, he's if like you've,
5: you've ever seen
4: Joe Drew
2: back in the he
5: is. yeah eyes for days
2: who joe rogan
5: yeah he's pretty stout, dude i was the
4: coolest set of kettlebells ever made there's ones that look like
5: gorillas
4: yeah Yeah.
2: that's another hot topic but that's for another
4: yeah that's a that's not a sports podcast
2: especially if you listen to tim dylan's new podcast today
4: oh i listened to it on the way home today
2: I'm not trying to pay attention to myself, but never, ever get the vaccine, Tim J. Dillon at Twitter. That's where you can come.
4: <laughs> I'm not just doing this to get people to subscribe to my channel.
2: But if you go to Tim J. Dillon, a there's my merch. There's this. There's that. You can find me live.
4: Okay. You want to. Okay. Are we going to jump into the draft thing?
5: Yeah, because we've already told each other to F off like seven times.
4: Yeah. So obviously, we're going to talk about the Bears stuff. Yep. Is there anyone else's draft that was just either really, really good or really, really bad?
2: You know, I didn't pay what? attention as much.
5: The Eagles. I thought it was interesting everybody pairing each other with the college teammates.
4: Yeah. Which really, like, I feel like doesn't work very often.
5: Right. But it'll be interesting. We'll know because Burrow has Jamar Chase now. Uh, Which I Tua. That. Yeah. I Tua, that has, Tua has Waddle. And Jalen Hurts has Devontae Smith.
4: Mm-hmm. Which I didn't understand. I would have taken – Uh. Devontae Smith over Jalen Waddle.
3: Yeah.
4: Because you already have a speed guy there in, uh, what's his nuts that played in Texas forever. Kendall Fuller.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Whatever Fuller
2: sibling.
5: Yeah. One of the Fullers.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, ATN getting drafted by the Jaguars to stay with Trevor Lawrence.
5: Yeah, which was weird because James Robinson let, rushed for 1,300 yards on a shit team.
4: So uh, they were saying that they're going to use ETN as more of a um, – almost more of a receiver in that offense. Kind of like Ohio State used to do where they run basically that shark wheel route. Kind of consistently and use him as a vertical threat out of the backfield, which actually is how he was used in college.
5: And it's why he went back to school was to prove he was more of a receiving threat anyways.
2: Yeah, I'll be right back. Well, that was fun. A
5: lot more civil than right before.
2: I think we all just had to get on and say fuck you to each other and we'll see you soon and and then get Mm -hmm. over it.
5: Well, because it's just how I feel with every person who's a fan of Justin Fields. How the hell are you going to talk shit about him for how long? And then, oh, he's the saving grace to an organization that will win three games this year.
2: And I love how Matt Nagy said, we drafted, now we have to develop them. What were you doing the past three years?
5: Well... He needed Mitch just like he needs Justin. I'm like, I'm going to sit here and say he needs Justin Fields, so he's going to put him in positions to be successful. Now, does that mean that we're going to win games? No, but he'll be somewhat successful. We've seen this once before. Who are we talking about? Uh, Nagy and his development of quarterbacks, or lack thereof.
2: Because did you see him say, we drafted, now we have to develop? And my question was, what would you do in the last three years? You're supposed to be this offensive guru, this quarterback guru thing, and you did okay in 2018, and then you went away from everything you did in 2018 and just, I don't know, you screwed the pooch.
4: Well, it was pretty obvious this past year. They just had zero confidence in Mitch. Like, he had a good rookie year. And then, well, I no, had a good no, second year Second year, saying second year. Yeah. that first year was doomed from the start. Ye- well,
5: I think they were trying not to play him. But then Fox was like, OK, I have to play him, but I'm going to put him in the most safe thing ever. And he's just going to hand the ball off, not just twice, but three times in a row.
4: And you know what I don't understand? Dow Loggins, who was the offensive coordinator that year. Like immediately got another job and has been good.
5: It's funny how that works. How you lose your job as an offensive coordinator and he never called an offensive play. Who would have thought? Well, Uh, hell, we had that Helfrich guy. Who I loved. And you're telling me he can't call offense? I don't I don't know. Well, okay. So
4: here's why I was okay with. The fields thing. Okay. Like we talked about this, what, two weeks ago? Like, why don't quarterback needy teams just pick one every year or every other year? Like most guys, you know, by year two, if they're good. Right. Right. Fuck it. Just keep rolling the dice. And you know what? I don't like the fact Ohio State doesn't have a good track record with quarterbacks. They don't at all. Nope. But, what, like,
5: but we got to remember he's from Georgia
2: and he couldn't it's, beat out Jake Fromm. Also, he's at Georgia.
4: Record with quarterbacks. But He couldn't I, beat I, out Jake
2: Fromm. He was, was at Georgia. I don't
4: understand. Like, at least we tried. They put something out there, they, they traded up and they had to give away a hell of a lot less than the 49ers did. True. Right? To get the third best quarterback in the class.
5: But why was he sliding?
4: I don't know. I Honestly, I think some teams got freaked out by that Ohio State offense is kind of a vertical passing attack, in my opinion, right? And I think his decisions on film look like they take a long time to develop. How much of that's Ohio State's offense and how much of that is Justin Fields, I don't know. I also know that he's probably two to three times the athlete that Mitchell Trubisky is. And I think he will be a hell of a runner right off the bat. So that immediately brings his like floor up to me. But like, what
3: happens
5: when Matt Nagy tries to make him a pocket passer like he did Mitchell Trubisky?
4: Well, then because, we
5: fire Matt Nagy. Because Mitch did just fine when he was running the ball. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we stopped rolling him out.
2: Well, I mean. But they're not going to be fired. Now, all I've seen up until the draft was he needs to go. And then the moment they drafted Justin Fields, they got on their knees. Everybody got on their knees, unzipped him. I was like, we're here. We're here to go. Like, that's what happened, him yeah. and Ryan Pace. This now, is just so- what,
5: it's what Chicago does whenever they have, like, some so, – I mean, that's the way it was with Khalil Mack. I mean, even I was that way with Khalil Mack. But now I've learned these guys don't know what the hell they're doing. They're just taking shots in the dark, and they just happened to get a guy who fell a little bit. They didn't over – I don't think they overpaid, but if that is a top five pick next year, they overpaid. True. Because now- – in trading that we lost that pick next year and that could possibly be more valuable than if, if Justin Fields has to become a top 10 quarterback because he's not going to be able to have any weapons. Like he's Alan Robinson's pissed off. He's out as soon as he doesn't get franchised.
4: If, okay. If, he comes in, if Fields comes in, and he plays to the 15th best quarterback in the league. Right? As a rookie, we've seen that happen before. Yes. Okay. He comes in, plays to that level on a team that's still not terrible. The actual team around him is not bad. We're not talking like we're not the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're not. Not yet. Not yet. But, like, you can't tell me that Allen Robinson won't be ecstatic with a middle-of-the-NFL quarterback. That's immediately the best quarterback he's ever played with.
5: But Allen Robinson's trying to get paid one more time before his other knee goes out.
4: Oh, no, I get that. I get why he's pissed and he wants his money and he deserves his money. He's played his ass off in bad Chicago offenses since he got here
5: but then again, he shut down in that losing streak. I don't know how close you watch those, but you could tell he toned out. When we started losing real bad, yeah, he, even, he, would, he was just walking off the ball and just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. he was a turd. Because okay. I think genuinely he was trying to play his way out, and then we franchised him.
4: <laughs> Which is what they do in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, hey, you're a guy that doesn't want to be here? Absolutely. We'd like to keep you. Yes. Like, I don't know. At least they're taking the shot. And I'd rather have him over Mac Jones, who I think Mac Jones is the child of a offense with NFL starters in college. I don't care if it's the SEC. You know, he had – to what should have been top 10 picks is his two receivers.
5: But he put up the production he had to do. When did he ever have an off game?
4: Oh, no, I'm not saying like he had a great year. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like the ceiling of fields is higher than the ceiling of Mac Jones. How? I think Mac Jones is limited in his arm strength. He makes good decisions with football. Like, he's a facilitator type, you know, which is good. A lot of offenses want that. A lot of West Coast guys want that. He went to the perfect team. Yeah. Going to the Patriots, that Patriots offense is mostly crossing routes and quick reads, which is like Justin Fields' thing that he does. Or no, not Mac Jones' thing that he does. Like – I think he has the ability to be really good there. I think he would have gotten his shit stomped in in Chicago because he's not mobile enough to deal with the heat that's going to come from him behind our offensive line.
3: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or sea floors.
4: Even though they did stuff to address that in the draft, too. One. Two. They drafted two tackles.
2: Who was the other one?
4: Uh, um, The Larry.
2: Yeah, Larry. uh, Forum.
4: Forum. Yeah.
2: And I did, I did like the wide receiver from North Carolina.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Because I know Steve. You and I watched a couple of those North Carolina games. Like they had some talented receivers. Right. Like.
5: North Carolina actually had five draft picks this year.
4: Which is kind of crazy for North Carolina.
5: Missouri had five. Kentucky had six. Michigan had eight. (laughs)
4: Which is crazy because they were so bad.
5: Alabama and Ohio State had ten, followed by Georgia and Notre Dame. Michigan with eight. LSU, seven. Penn State was terrible, and they had six.
4: That's why – because I don't know – I knew about their tight end was good, and they had that one edge guy. Yeah. But I didn't know a single other player on that team. And I watched all of that ass-kicking that they gave Illinois.
5: (laughs) So here is why I am not thrilled about Justin Fields. One, so everybody drools over him beating Clemson, and I get that that's a big deal does anybody realize that Clemson did not have a defensive player selected in this draft? So they're young or not good. One or the other, right? But it's still Clemson, but he destroyed a defense that didn't even have one dude get drafted. Not even like the seventh round, which by the way, Dylan Moses, not getting drafted. Um, Chicago should have probably got him and let Trevathan go because they're like the same freaking dude. Other than Moses, a little bit smaller.
4: Did he get picked up?
5: Yeah. Uh, Was it Jaguars or Vikings or somebody? Okay. Yeah. So then the next thing, comparing like apples to apples, I don't like giving up because the Bears had so many holes. Giving up pieces to be able to patch the holes. Like even for Tevin Jenkins, I'm okay with Tevin Jenkins at 20. Do I think he's a super value where we got him? Yes, I do. But do I like giving up that third rounder to get him? We kind of needed the third rounder. Okay. And there were still some tackles left that could have helped us. So we could have went like, because here's what I'm looking at, right? So if you look, we stand pat, we keep our people. You could have still had Darisaw at 23, who was a pretty good tackle. Um, and then in the next round, you could have got Trask. Now here's my thing with Trask. When you look at what Fields did against Alabama, probably with a blown out hip, versus what Trask did where all of his teammates basically quit on him. He had to go play in an SEC championship game. Fields went 17-33 for one touchdown No interceptions uh, And ran the ball 67 yards Which is pretty damn impressive Considering that he was probably playing with something crazy But then you look what Trask did with no weapons Nobody to hand the ball to Because we've already discussed He didn't have a running back And then both of his wide receiver options opted out because they weren't playing for a national title spot. So he's not without, he's not with his two top 20 guys, which is a huge miss, right? Cause the games, if you look at his production with and without pits, totally different person, but against Alabama, basically with the entire team on his back, he goes 26 of 40 for four Oh eight and three touchdowns and no interceptions. And had zero yards rushing, but he rushed the ball 15 times. So he got tackled for a loss a lot because I remember watching him run the ball and thought to myself, they are going to get this guy killed because he wasn't fast enough to run, outrun the Alabama defense. So when you compare, those are the only two similar opponents they have, right? But then when you look at the conference, Fields' numbers came against Nebraska, Penn State, and Rutgers. When you look, when he had to play against Indiana, had 300 yards passing, cool, but he also gave Indiana life at the end of the game when they tried to give him his moment, and he threw, a, threw an interception that basically gave Indiana life when they could have kicked the field goal and just iced the game over. Okay, because weren't they up six or seven? Is one or the other. Six, kick the field goal, and it's done. The game's done, but they try and make that moment, and knowing that, Fields throws an interception. So then they go and play Michigan State, who's terrible. Um, And he goes 17 to 24. But then he plays Northwestern without their best player because the corner didn't even play. So they're playing one of the more unathletic but most fundamentally sound teams in the Big Ten. He goes 12 to 27 and he's 114 yards in a dome. So perfect weather conditions. No excuse for that. Doesn't have Northwestern shutdown corner playing against them.
2: Are you guys tired of overpaying for your cable? Do you think, oh, I need to go to the streaming side so I can save some money? Are you tired of taking out a small loan to pay for the cable just to watch things? There's so many streaming services. Do you not know or have a hard time pick which streaming service? Looking for you, the Coach Steve Show, which is on the Unhinged Sports Network, have a proud partnership with FUBO TV. FUBO TV has over a hundred plus channels. They have NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, much more without the hassle of that cable contract. If you don't believe me, go to the link and in the bio. You can get a seven-day free trial today. So if you click on the link in the bio of the episode, you can get a free seven-day trial. To support the Unhead Sports Network, to support the Coach Steve Show podcast, please use that link. Guys, it's time to cut the cord. Streaming services is where it's at. Get the internet, get the streaming service. You can, If you don't like it, get rid of it, but I think you're going to like it. That's why there's a seven-day free trial. Cut the cord. Quit taking out small loans to pay for this cable network. Please don't let these cable people trick you into getting into a three-year contract, two-year contract, and raising your rates. Go to Fubo TV, best way to watch all the sports, any shows that you watch. So please support the show. Go click on the link now. Try it out for seven days free. Cut the cord. As you guys know, the Coach Steve show is also brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. The Unhinged Sports Network is a 24 hour, seven days a week, non-stop playing uh, radio podcasts about any sport that you guys can imagine. They have a proud partnership with Fanatics. So if you go to the link in the description, uh, go to Fanatics, use that link, and go get some gear to support the Coach Steve Show and to support the Unhinged Sports Network. They have deals all the way up to 70% off. They have deals for free shipping, and they have every single sports team you can think of. Your college team is going to be on there. Your professional team is going to be on there. They have good deals on jerseys, t-shirts, hats, socks, anything you want. So please use the link in the description to go to fanatics.com. Say big on your team's gear to help support the un- support the unhinged Sports Network and to support the Coach Steve Show.
5: And he's just playing a fundamentally sound team. I would say... Ryan Day's a pretty smart dude, and to think that he couldn't move the ball, let's see, and he only rushed for 35 yards. He averaged 2.9 yards a carry against a vastly – let's be honest here because we're all Big Ten. We watch the Big Ten. Ohio State's on a different pedestal, and then you have everybody else below as far as athleticism, the athletes, and everything, right? So when they walk onto the field, it's like a high school versus a varsity youth football team already. But then to not get that production, and especially in a Big Ten championship game, got an issue with that. Then you have the uh, Clemson game, which I said, they had nobody. Um, and that was really hyped up. And I just think Clemson, they tried to do too much shit, in my personal opinion. And honestly, Fields had the game of his life against him too. He did it when he had to do it. But then he went back out against Alabama and didn't really do much of anything, which is like playing against an NFL defense if you look at the personnel that they have. So I'm just not thrilled when you look at, you got Trask who ended up, I think, what, losing to Alabama by 13 or six. It was a close game with no weapons versus Fields who went out and, I watched the entire national championship game because I was an Alabama nut hugger just because I love their strength and conditioning. But you look at that, you look at those two things, and it's kind of like, you know. Um, Florida,
2: Florida lost Alabama 52 to 46.
5: So he put up 46 points without his two first rounders on the field
2: with Mullen, who likes a running quarterback and was forcing Trask to run a lot. Yeah. Because so Mullen, hits. Mullen comes from that Urban Meyer offense and yeah. Ryan Day where they want a running quarterback. So they love to spread it out, run, and this and that. Trask is not a runner unless you need a yard. Then you put your head down. I agree with everything you said. I can't add any more.
5: But I – But I also think, like, we had some hold, so we could have taken Jenkins at 20, Trask at that, and then kept our picks down the way because we needed a wide receiver and we needed a corner real bad. And, yeah, the wide receiver from North Carolina is nice, but, you know, if you look, let's see here, which, by the way, could have had Eichenberg from Notre Dame, uh, you know, he was, oh, let's see. Oh, so the Browns from our pick through the Panthers took the linebacker from Notre Dame. But you had Redu's available. Um, you had another receiver from LSU, which honestly, they're a receiver factory. Let's be honest here. Um, uh,
4: it came out, he has a medical.
5: Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah,
4: he's got a big foot problem. Like I think he broke his foot in high school, and they, it came out that it never healed correctly.
5: Okay. But I just look at what we gave up, and there were some holes we could have filled. Like, you know, we have a guard situation where Whitehair and Daniels can't seem to be on the field at the same time because one of them is almost hurt all the time. And to think that one tackle is going to fix our problem, it might fix his blind side, but I don't know if moving Charles Leno to right tackle fixes an issue.
2: No, and – He doesn't need to play at all, actually.
4: Well, Tevin Jenkins played right tackle in college.
5: Did he? So, like, where I'm sitting, it's like, if we want somebody to protect our quarterback's backside, why don't we get one of these polished pass protectors from, like, Notre Dame, which Hainsey was available in, like, the fourth round. Not the first – not Eichenberg, but Hainsey was, but we traded that pick away.
4: Well, he's converting to inside. Oh, he is? Yeah. Uh, at the senior bowl, he played center.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Uh,
3: he, I mean, he
4: played good tackle at uh, Notre Dame, but they said his arms are too short. So hmm. they're going to move him inside. That was So, then, then,
5: so then that fourth-round pick – You know, we could have had, once again, you have quite a few wide receivers, a couple of lower offensive tackles. Um, You know, we got Borum in the fifth. Okay, I guess. I just think that there was, we had a few more holes we could have filled, but instead they're still kind of open. And that's kind of scary, especially when you have Justin, because let's be honest, they can start Andy Dalton week one. He'll be out at halftime. Foles will be good for the third quarter, and then he's going to be out, and then we've got one quarterback left on the roster because those guys are about as durable as a porcelain toilet with a hammer swinging at it. So, you know, I would have liked to have seen us, you know, try and get some wide receivers. There was a dude from North Carolina A&T that I was drafting in my, my, like, mock drafts that actually was, like, a 6'4", 220-pound, like,
3: Hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, You can run and grow your business anywhere. You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or sea floors.
5: Said he's a highlight receiver, right? He goes up and gets it. Well, we don't have a plan after Allen Robinson leaves because that is inevitable. It's like Thanos. It's inevitable. He's gone. Because one, we can't give him the money that he wants. And two, he's been upset with this whole contract thing for two years. And to think that Justin Fields is going to be that uh, water under the bridge for him, I think is because Allen Robinson is getting older. He's got one big contract. Not getting this one for three or four years has put him to where he's got one frame to get it right. And make
4: it He's going to make a shitload of money this year.
5: Well, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they just don't like that security. What if he makes a shitload of money and blows out his other knee? No, I get what you're saying. I do. And, I and so, do. Yeah. so, and then everybody's like, oh, we got Mooney since when? So, so here's what boggles my mind with Mooney, right? So he's in a shit offense that basically had to play down the entire season. The only time Mooney really started to open it up was when we were down 20 points, right? So Mooney is 174 pounds at 5'11". Devontae Smith's 165 at six foot. Devontae Smith's too small to play in the NFL, and we think this guy's our next number one receiver. He's nine
4: pounds more. I don't think anyone intelligent is saying that Darnell Mooney is a number one receiver.
2: But those are the same people that are oh, praising Nagy thing, and, and Pace.
4: The world's full of idiots. <laughs> okay.
5: But you gotta understand how I much I remember that from
4: Twitter. I haven't been off that long.
5: <laughs> Speaking of which, Twitter, if you can get Brad's uh, Twitter handle fixed, get that I'm password. so
4: ready to be popping off draft stuff, but nope. Thanks a lot, Twitter. You're lost.
2: Yeah. I took care of it for you. I told how we hate Justin Fields and I put the gif of Michael Scott saying, no, God, no, no.
4: These are all things that I get. I get the updates like, hey, Steve tweeted. You can see a small little picture of it on this phone, but fuck you if you actually want to open the app. Uh,
2: You have to subscribe to see the full thing. But yeah, it
5: isn't like I'm sitting here. I really wonder how far field slides because I'm pretty sure that New England was settled. On Mac Jones, and if you look, the way that draft was going, like I said, you have the Washington football team at eighteen, but other than that, everybody else is pretty well covered, unless the Raiders maybe because they had Derek Carr or David Carr or whatever the hell Carr it is now.
2: Derek, I don't, I don't think the Washington football team will ever draft Ohio State quarterback again. And see, that was the
5: other thing I thought was like so. Justin Fields could have possibly have slid to us at 20 because you had the first three teams all took their guys unless the Atlanta Falcons is going to trade up and draft him. But they already passed on him once. Yeah. I. So I think, honestly, once again – Ryan Pace may have traded up when he could have just sat there and got the same freaking person. And nobody wants to look at that. I mean, that's a huge hypothetical. What if, but at yeah. the same time, the early teams had taken their quarterbacks, you know, who took Kyle, Kyle Trask, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last pick in the second round.
2: But that's you know? what I didn't get. There was, quarterbacks to be picked. So it wasn't like if we just sat there, took an O line at that first we didn't trade up, to, took an O line, second, third, or fourth round, whatever what came next, we could still get a quarterback, whether it was Fields, Trask.
5: Because there was there like, was a run in the third round to where that kid from Stanford who came out of freaking nowhere, uh got drafted and uh Mond got drafted. I got drafted like the second and the third pick of round three. But If you look at it, I don't think anybody was going to move up to get Fields that was behind us. I think they all had quarterbacks. That's why they won more games than we did.
4: The only thing I think there's a chance with all of their draft capital, uh, Detroit might have thought about it.
2: But they have Jared Goff, right?
4: Is Jared Goff the answer?
2: But are you really going to draft a quarterback and worry about paying – this rookie quarterback and Jared Goff at the same time. You know how much
4: money Detroit has right now,
2: but that's what I'm saying. Like that's they not a, a need. that's cap situation in the league. I would take Jared Goff because he was he wasn't healthy last year, and True, he wanted yeah. to he he wanted, to slay
5: the coach's girl.
2: He, he wanted to give her the old you know the old noodle the old, the old, the old noodle. That's <laughs> another thing. <laughs> what?
0: See,
5: there was personal stuff there, you know. Now, do I think Jared Goff's going to have a huge setback? Yeah, because he doesn't have Sean McVay anymore. I think Sean McVay is one of the best offensive minds in uh, pro football. But Which now I'm kind of excited for Matt Stafford because the same exact reason. He's now with somebody who can get him in a better passing game. hmm
4: and I didn't realize the GM in Detroit was previously from LA.
5: Oh uh, uh.
4: so he he was a big believer in golf and he was like, Well, yeah, if we basically are gonna get more than we're giving up to get a quarterback, why not?
5: Well, how many first rounders did they get for that? I mean, the Rams don't even have first rounders for like the next decade.
4: Well, and we've talked about this before. Like the Rams have what? probably three or four superstars on their yeah. team, right? Yeah. And that's unheard of in the NFL. It's just yeah. the way the cap works, whatever. So it's almost better for them not to have first-round guys because you have to pay them. Yep. Yeah. You know, like they're happy paying $500,000 to a second-rounder or a million so, or whatever.
5: So knowing Chicago's cap situation and what we have to do, who are we getting rid of now?
4: I think, well, they're either going to trade or post-June 1st cut one of the three quarterbacks, right?
5: Jesus. Which we can't cut Dalton. We literally just signed him. We need to eat that whole.
2: You'd have to get rid of Nick Foles. We're going to probably get rid of Nick Foles because
4: he restructured so it's not as big a cap hit this year to cut him. Okay. So... um. We need to trade Justin
2: ended. Fields and Nick Foles to Green Bay.
4: For Aaron Rodgers. For Aaron. No, Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver, man. That's just about done said. That shit's going to happen.
2: I thought he would go to the 49ers. I thought
4: so, too, but they, they have the quarterback.
5: They offered the third overall pick in a trade, and they didn't take it. Really? Mm-hmm. I
4: didn't hear that. I heard
5: – Yeah, they, they had, want to
2: move Jimmy G –
5: They had a hefty package that involved the third overall, and yeah.
4: And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd just retire and host Jeopardy.
5: Fuck it. And be on the Pat McAfee show twice a week.
2: Yeah. They said he might lose – he would lose like $28 million if he did that.
5: Yeah, but when you got over over
3: Jeopardy,
5: yeah. You could do that forever. You've got, what, four
4: more good gears playing quarterback or – When's the next time the host of Jeopardy spots gonna open up?
5: Once they four years, it's a, it's a pretty longevity job.
4: Yeah, and people liked him yeah. when he hosted. A lot of people liked him.
5: And people took
2: digs at him, like
4: and it was he with it. Thing.
2: He could do that and work at Barstool.
4: Uh he's friends with Portnoy now. I know he is. I just don't like him. I don't want him there. Um
2: I'll work at
3: Barstool. Right. Fuck it.
4: Oh, I'd, I'd love to work at Barstool. I'd quit my job tomorrow. Um, I want to audition for a
2: Caller Daddy podcast. Can we just audition for that?
4: By the way, I'm I'm looking because I didn't have a lot of time yesterday to look or watch the third round. Um, I didn't it, realize they drafted Thomas Graham out of Oregon. That dude's a stud. He play everywhere. He can play slot. He can play outside. He can play safety.
2: Who?
4: Thomas Graham Jr.
2: He's a corner from Oregon.
4: Yeah. You talk about positional versatility. He was a three year starter for Oregon and literally lined up somewhere different pretty much every game. Like whatever Oregon needed to do on any specific day, he did for them.
5: Where did we draft him at?
2: If I click on the right tab, round six at 228. Right after we got the wide receiver from North Carolina, Newsom. Gotcha.
4: I also like the seventh round dude we got from BYU.
2: The defensive tackle? Yeah.
5: Tonga, while he fills that hole that Akeem Hicks... Will be leaving, so that makes me feel like Akeem Hicks is, which honestly Akeem Hicks needs to get on a contender. Like yeah, he's Chicago, a in his
4: career. He's what thirty two years old.
5: Yeah, and he just can stay healthy.
2: He's can stay healthy last year.
5: In the last few years, he's had trouble biceps and. Knee. And I think that's
2: like
4: it can't be understated how much of a step back the defense took last year with Eddie Goldman being out. Yeah. We just couldn't stop the run. Like, you take away Akeem Hicks and Eddie Goldman, that's like 700 pounds worth of meat that we just couldn't replace.
2: But we also didn't blitz enough. It was, we're going to let these three or four down linemen do it, and we're just going to play.
4: Which, they have a new D coordinator this year. Yeah. Hopefully, he can scheme up how to get two pass rushers, outside pass rushers at the same time.
5: It'd be nice. Because, I mean, we're only giving Robert Quinn like $13 million.
4: Exactly. To get one sack. Yeah. Like,
5: that was a ball sack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I mean, no,
4: I just I'm cautiously I, op- optimistic.
5: I think part of my disgust with the fields trade is, is I was highly critical of him in college. Like this, especially this last year, he doubled the amount of interceptions this year from the previous year. And he played six more, six less games. So either he's trying to push the ball down the field more and take more chances, or maybe he's going to step back in decision-making you don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't sit here and analyze every freaking throw of his, but just at face value, that's what it looked like.
2: I feel like we all watch a lot of Ohio State games during this COVID year, and oh, for yeah. me, for me, it did seem like he was taking more deep shots. Yeah, because I think Ryan Day was trying to get him his. So that's scary. Now there was times he threw dimes, like against Clemson. Those were dimes. But then you see mm-hmm. Indiana and he throws over overthrows a post by eight yards multiple times. Mm-hmm. Overthrows a running back
5: flat route straight to a corner.
2: And wow. when he does, he's a one read guy. When what was the wide receiver for them this year that was really good? Uh
5: he was out one of those games that he didn't perform well. He
2: was, he was out, out he was out against Indiana. Chris hey. and- and Northwestern. I don't oh, think yeah. he played against Northwestern either. Yeah. yeah. And when you don't – when he didn't have him, did you see him lock onto a receiver and then be like, oh, shit, he's not open. I don't know what to do now. I'm going to run. Because they were in a lot of
5: shallow crosses against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Like, they
2: were – that's – But that's when he – that receiver was back so he could look. Yeah. But then when you have a running – two mm-hmm. running backs behind you that can get you 150 yards combined. Well, I didn't even –
5: Master Teague was the one that slashed Indiana, not oh, Trey Sermon. And then Trey Sermon's the one that slashed Northwestern.
4: Oh, yeah. Trey, I forgot about Trey Sermon.
5: Trey Master Sermon went in the, was third
4: the one round. On. I've
5: been, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Trey Sermon went in the, which, can we just go ahead and say NCAA"? Justin Fields, instantly eligible. Trey Sermon, instantly eligible. Luke Ford has to sit out a year.
4: Yeah, because he has family members dying.
5: Yeah. So once out. again, let's bring this back to where we can all agree. Screw you, N-C-A squared. You're a bunch of asshole pricks. Um, yeah, so that was my thing was, One, I think we got rid of a one-read quarterback to expect another one-read quarterback to do more. Do I think he's a better scrambler? Yes. Do I think we took scrambling opportunities away from Mitch? Also, yes. So if Nagy doesn't do this right, we're in the same situation with just a quarterback who doesn't have a zero after the one. And so that worries me. And then when I looked at the draft scenario of, and that was the reason I didn't think Washington would take another Ohio State quarterback. Was be and so why I saw Justin Fields could slide to us without giving up anything, I was like, ugh. Oh. Because I know at the at the absolute least, that's a top 10 pick next year. And that could really help us in rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And we could have done that and then still got Justin Fields at 20. And so that hurt a little bit more.
2: My
4: question is, so if we come away from this draft without an answer at quarterback, right? Because there's the chance that like, okay, we don't draft Justin Fields at 11. We wait at 20. Don't take a quarterback there. There's a chance we still miss on those other guys in later rounds.
2: But, I mean, Trask wasn't taken until the fourth round. No, Trask was taken in the second. Second so round? The second. Oh, no, Ian Book was taken. Sorry, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's John what I'm saying. That? Like you could have You could have done an O-lineman and then done a quarterback. Or traded less in the second round to move up in the second round. You could have maybe given up maybe something less to go get a quarterback. Now, I'm not going to sit here and look at everything, but I think you could have looked at it that way. Like, I'm going to give up less.
5: And really, what we need is, and let's just all be honest here, we need a Tennessee Titans style offense. We don't need gaudy stats. We need a Ryan Tannehill to go 18 to 24 for, you know, two or three plus 40 yard plays because they're so packed up on the run. Because David Montgomery is going to be better again this year. So you're telling me if we just don't get him, Take whoever you take Jenkins in the first round. Honestly, that second round pick moving up to get him in the second when I thought he was a first rounder. I'll give him all the credit in the world for that. I thought that was a good decision. But I didn't like the first one because I think that he would have I don't think Jenkins would have fell to us in the second round.
4: No. Well no. a lot of people were putting him in the first round. Yes. A lot. Yeah. And for because what we draft him at 39. Yeah. Has seven picks into the second round. Like, yeah. I'm all for that. Go get
5: fixed your yeah. problem. But I think you could have gotten, you know, you could have probably still got Fields at 20. Like, I'm that's my story, and I'm going to stick to it in the world of hypotheticals. And then you could have gotten him in the second round, made that small move, and then still had your third rounder and got. Maybe one of the offensive linemen from Texas A&M, one of those other tackles, because Texas A&M had a damn good offensive line this year. That's why Kellen Mond he was upright a lot of his season. Mm-hmm.
2: Or just take one from Alabama, any one of them for Alabama, it would have been. No, fun.
4: I don't want to be the Raiders. <laughs> I don't want to be the Raiders and draft Alex Leatherwood at seventeen.
2: Which, by
5: the way, what is the knock on? Because he ain't ever been hurt. Two time All American at
2: left tackle. Don't they say he's slow? They keep talking about saying he's slow.
4: He's not slow. He doesn't play with his hands well, so he gives up speed rushers.
2: Put him inside then.
4: I don't know, but...
5: But I I think we could have went like, I still think Fields would have slid. You trade up for Jenkins, that's fine. And then smacked... Either the BYU tackle, I can't remember where the hell he went.
4: Brady Christensen?
5: Yes. Hold on here. Because Walker Little. Let's see here. Because you still have the Radunes guy from North Dakota State that went after what our pick would have been in the second round.
2: I love how Coach West printed this off, and I'm trying to look at tabs. Yeah.
5: Nope, I printed it off, buddy. Yeah, the field guy from Michigan. Yeah, Christensen from BYU was still left in the third round. So you could have made a couple of minor moves and solidified your offensive line, got the same quarterback without giving up any picks. Uh, unless the Raiders did Raider things.
4: <laughs> Which they did. They definitely did Raiders things.
5: But if they were wanting an offensive lineman, they're probably not looking at fields. no.
4: They also had, like, three other tackles that were better than him at this point. like.
5: And then, you know, I don't know. I don't know why everybody – well, and so then there's another dude from uh, – because I was looking at draft grades, what little I could on pro football focus. And I – oh, nope, never mind. The dude went in the fifth round to the Packers. It was a good pick. But that Shamar Gene Charles, that corner from them – he graded out at like a 91.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: I mean, could have snagged him there. A little bit undersized, but could probably cover the, the slot pretty easy. I mean, if the guy from Oregon's a dude, then that's fine. Um, But, you know, Nate Hobbs got drafted from Illinois, and of all the people from Illinois, I didn't think he would be the second dude to get drafted from Illinois. I thought it would be Milo Eifer. Eifer went undrafted.
4: Did he really? Yeah. yeah. That dude's a monster.
5: Yeah. Eiffler went undrafted, and so did a matter baby, which I was like, if you're Chicago, why do you not go after a matter baby? Literally, Illinois' momentum swings were basically lynchpin to a matter baby who went to the Jacksonville Jaguars.
4: Did he really? Yeah. And yeah, because there's your jump ball guy.
5: Yeah, you need a jump ball guy because Allen Robinson's gonna leave, so we need that tall guy. Mooney's a slick receiver, I'm not trying to discount him, but he's not gonna win us a one on one.
2: I think I got fired up with Justin Fields because we had to stick to it, I couldn't flip flop. Like, I hate this. Number one, number two, somebody had the nerve to say, well, he did good against a tough schedule and a tough thing. And I'm like, shut the front door. And he knows who he is. He might live in Illinois. But that's an idiotic statement. You like JB Prinsker.
5: I mean, let's be honest, dude. There was nothing tough about the front half of their schedule. And then the one trap game that they would have had against Maryland, they didn't play. And then the next trap game they would have had against Illinois they didn't play. Because, okay. I mean, at least we had won a couple of games, right? It wasn't like we were going to beat them, but maybe surprise them. Well, we,
4: we had just come off the uh, Nebraska game, right?
5: Yeah. We were flying high.
4: And that's when uh, Peters still had his mustache going.
5: Yeah. Uh, we had some swanky flow going. So Ohio,
4: slagger at that Ohio
2: point. State was scared. Yeah, they were
4: scared of the mustache swagger for sure.
5: But I, but I just, you know, I'm tempering my expectations because of Matt Nagy. I got super excited after Mitch's first year when Nagy needed him to prove himself to NFL. And then Nagy went, no, now I'm going to do my shit. And Mitch, you don't necessarily fit the bill. And I really don't think that Justin Fields fits the bill either because the only person who fits the bill of what he's trying to do is playing in Kansas City. And you ain't ever going to get his ass.
4: Yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. I swear to God on on everything that is holy, if he comes out and makes Justin Fields run around, does power reads and zone reads, I'm going to go to Matt Nagy's house, burn down his little house with all the BU shit on the wall and throw raising canes at him. Because that's because the stuff he, you should have done. Because let's be
5: honest, we could have had Mitch for another year. We weren't necessarily going to be in quarterback panic mode. We just didn't renew his fifth year. But are you going
4: to pay Mitch
5: $12 million? $12 million?
4: You're paying any Dalton no, 10 no, $11 million. The fifth year option now is like, it's basically a franchise tag.
2: But isn't it based off of your, sk- your contract, what it was? It's like a percentage?
4: I don't know. Was, was Mitch drafted before
5: then? $24.8 million. That's probably what we're paying Nick Foles.
4: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, let's be right, honest. We, we take that off the books. We're in a much better cap situation.
5: With Foles? Yeah. We got to get Foles moved.
4: We get Foles moved and we trade uh, what's his name? The D-lineman we were just talking about.
5: That's a big contract. Let's look at Chicago's contracts.
2: Matt Nagy, that was a joke. I'm not going to blow up your little draft room.
5: He won't, but I will. Okay.
2: But I might blow up your car.
5: Cap hit Allen Robinson's number one at 17.8 million. So when he leaves, that's gonna create a big gap. Akeem Hicks is 12 million off the books. Robert Quinn, 14 and a half million dollars. My god. Jimmy Graham, 10 million dollars. You think we could use him in the F and N zone, Matt Nagy? You fuck. Charles Leno, $11.2 million. An average tackle getting paid above average tackle money.
2: I've never seen offensive tackle fall to the ground so many times on every snap.
5: Nick Foles is only $6 million hit. That's pretty wild. Andy Dalton's 5.5.
4: Tariq making almost $6 million a year.
5: Is overpaying. But it's a 3.25 cap hit. So whatever I'm looking at is, uh, it's like bow track or something. It like even breaks down their like workout bonuses and shit. But if we cut Hicks after June 1st, We'd only we'd only have uh one point five dead cap off of him.
4: Yeah, see there's there's room to
5: make cuts here. Jimmy Graham they could possibly cut because that would save them seven million.
4: Which even why don't even him a, we we've got Cole Komet?
5: Yeah. Well, let's be honest here. How in the hell do you get Jimmy Graham and then you just forget like we started off throwing the ball to him in the red zone early on in the year. And then all of a sudden it was like Matt Nagy got pissed off at him and just didn't throw him the ball. There was red – he was literally brought in to be a red zone threat. And there was series we had in the red zone where he's never on the field.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: When literally he was one of the best, like, I'm just going to get in front of this corner and turn around and he can't get around me, guys, in the league. He can still do that.
4: And has been for like 10 years.
2: Yeah. I think it was the Tennessee Titan game. We finally had enough. I think we literally marched down the field. He subbed out. I think, Nathan, you texted, where is Jimmy Graham? And then we throw an interception or something, or we throw, overthrow yeah. somebody.
5: Yeah. Let's be honest. The best bang for our buck right now is David Montgomery, $1.1 $1. $1 million. Yeah. Because let's, let's look here. You got to look. The free agency sign, those are the guys fucking us in the camp. Because Akeem Hicks was a free agent, but that was pre-Pace. But Robert Quinn.
4: I'll take that contract. Like, Akeem Hicks meant a hell of a lot to that defense for a long time.
5: But you got the top dudes, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Jimmy Graham, Khalil Mack, and Robert Quinn. Those are all Pace acquires, and they're all in the top ten of our, like, cap hit. Whatever happened to finding like just the good middle guys?
0: With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this, but with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.
4: The Bears just, they make interesting decisions.
5: Hey, can we get excited about our uh, Indianapolis Colts pick, the edge rusher?
4: Dude, mm-hmm. I was actually just looking at their draft.
2: There's
5: Didn't one pick Quitty in Pay.
4: there that I don't like. You know, Quiddy Pay runs a 4 three forty.
5: Well, that's that hand time shit. It's probably a 4 5, but that's still Who fast. Cares?
4: That's it's fast. still fast.
5: And but his,
4: his three cone is the fastest
5: ever. Three cone. And he plays with a high motor. You know how many plays he chases down? Mm hmm. And the thing is he's just
4: super raw. Still. Yeah. Like he's productive in the Big 10 without like set pass rush
5: it They took two edge rushers.
4: Yeah, the dude from uh Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, right? Yeah. And he's he's built kind of like who's the edge they already had? Uh the yeah, i'm from San Francisco.
5: Oh, Buckner.
4: Yeah, he's kind of built like DeForest Buckner. Mm. Like They're the same some, kind of tweener inside-outside
2: guy. They'll have some depth on that defensive line. You know what I like is that,
5: you know, what's-his-name's already made it known, Darius Leonard, that uh, you either come to play here and play hard or you don't play here. Did,
3: did
4: you watch the PFF draft show at all? No. Darius Leonard was on the show. Really? panelist on the draft show, he looks like a random dude on the street.
5: <laughs> but he's one of the best linebackers. In the
4: dude, I'm you, you would not know he's a football player. No shit. He is small. Like he said, he plays at 215.
5: Wow. That's why he's so fast.
4: Yeah. But that's wild. Because I mean, like, he's a he'll like so guy bathroom. on the panel. And then somebody was like, oh, that's Darius Leonard. I'm like, whoa. That was wild. 215 pounds, all pro linebacker.
5: I did like uh, Philadelphia's picks because they got Devontae Smith at 10 and then drafted Landon Dickerson to shore up the inside of their line. I think that fits them well with Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see who else I liked.
2: I did not like like, – The Colts picking Sam Ellinger up? Not one bit.
5: Hey, I'm telling you, here he comes.
2: I'd rather have got Ian Book, but Ian Book was taken before, I think.
5: Yeah, yeah, you weren't.
2: It's gonna be a Colt McCoy situation with Sam Ellinger. They're like the same player.
5: Um, let's be honest, though, uh, the Arizona Cardinals adding Rondale Moore to that offense,
2: stud. Yeah.
4: I also, like, I'm just going to put a thing in here for the Jets. Kind of like yep. their draft.
2: Kind of like taking a 12-year-old looking quarterback.
4: Yeah. Get okay. the Mormon in there. You know.
5: <laughs> Bring Mormon, Mormon in New York.
4: To New York.
5: Get the dude who won't do blow. And that's who yeah. we want to quarterback. quarterback.
4: Uh, no, you got Zach Wilson, who Steve sucked his dick for an entire college football season. Then you get Vera Tucker, who can either play guard or tackle for you. And if they put him next to the tackle they drafted last year, that's a mountain of a man. Like, you have three-fifths at that point of a really good offensive line.
2: They took more from Ole Miss? Good Lord.
4: Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily like drafting a running back in the fourth round. Like, I don't know. That North Carolina running back, Michael Carter, he's really good. I also don't like the fact that they drafted a Michael Carter and then they drafted Michael Carter the second.
2: Yes. (laughs) Who drafts from Duke, honestly? Yeah. Here's
5: my question. Why did we take another running back when we already have Damian Williams and Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery?
2: I don't know, but that Herbert guy's good.
4: Oh, I didn't know Kendrick Green went to the
2: Steelers. Yeah. 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 Mm. From Peoria native. Awesome,
5: dude! The Cleveland Browns had a really good effing draft. They got a they got the Newsome kid out of Northwestern. Then that Owusu Corum, whatever the hell his name is, yeah, Dame, head. Head. Yeah. yeah. They Who went after them? they they got them? a lot better.
2: Who took the running back from Oklahoma State?
5: Um Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I don't know. He went in the fourth round. Hold on. I will look. I will find it for you.
4: I think the Pittsburgh Steelers have the stupidest draft.
5: Carolina Panthers took Chubba Hubba. Hubbard.
4: Chubba Hubbard. It's like you're Hubba. talking about bubble gum.
2: Yes. Chubba Hubbard. Um, who, who no longer is Teddy Bridgewater.
4: Yeah. Well they yeah. got they got Sam Darnold, who I think's an upgrade.
2: I
5: think Sam Darnold wasn't really given a chance in New York. I mean, what weapons did Sam Darnold have?
2: I'm not sold on him. No, I will take Mitch Trubisky. He had a terrible quarterback
4: like quarterback development coach. You know who oh. that coach was? Yeah. Fucking uh what's his name? He used to be the offensive coordinator for the Bears.
2: Yeah, Adam Gates.
4: Adam Gase, who looks like he's a crack addict.
2: He does do crack. It's New York, and that's what's going to happen to Zach Wilson. He'll be okay for that year, and then once he realizes where he's playing, he's going to start doing cocaine.
5: You know who also had a good draft? The Detroit Lions, believe it or not. For the dude who wanted kneecaps, they got Sewell, who's an absolute ass kicker. Did you see what the defensive lineman they took in the second round said? Uh Uh-uh. He's like, yeah, I'm here to fuck people up. That's what I do. He's like, putting an offensive lineman on their ass, that's all I want to fucking do, put people on their ass. He's like, nothing feels better than putting an offensive lineman on their ass. Okay. And that's what they took with their second pick. So now we've got an Indominus Sioux back in freaking Detroit. (laughs) Oh,
4: and that corner they took in the third round, Melifonwu? Yeah. He's like 6'4".
5: Yeah, and and Derek Barnes slid, but he's a good he's a good linebacker.
4: Uh huh. They had you're right. They had a good draft.
5: For for them to kind of, I mean, I don't know so much about all the kneecap shit, but
4: yeah, no, nah, I, I could do without that. Damn. And you
5: know who needed a good draft but had no picks to even have a, really a draft was the Houston Texans.
4: How many picks did they end up with?
5: They only had five picks. Two round threes, two round fives, and a round six. And with their first pick, they took the kid out of Stanford. If that's what the situation is.
4: Get a load of Seattle. Look at Seattle's draft. I'll wait.
5: Hold on here. Scrolling down. Scrolling down through
2: the grades.
4: Yeah. It's comical what their draft was.
2: Seattle... Draft picks, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where the hell's it at? Oh my god, three people!
5: They had three picks.
2: Poor Russell Wilson.
5: <laughs> There's a reason he's trying to get the hell out.
2: Yeah, you took a I cornerback think. from Oklahoma. Yep, that's all I needed to see.
5: See, I was surprised that Tampa Bay didn't go and get that left. Because remember, Tampa Bay had one of their starting linemen, offensive linemen, opt out of this past season.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And they I already have bad. Tristan. They already have Tristan Wirfs. What if you drafted Tevin Jenkins and you had Wirfs and Jenkins' as best tackle combo in the league for the next six years?
2: And then uh, the Tim Tebow comeback.
5: back.
3: Yeah.
2: He's risen again. I I told everybody he would come back. Urban Meyer coaching in Florida. And he bought a house next to Urban. Urban Meyer bought a house next to Tim Tebow.
4: You know what? I hate to say this, but the Vikings had a good draft too.
5: Uh, The Washington football team also did well.
4: Yeah, the Vikings got in the first to play tackle for them, which is a huge problem. They got Kellen Mond in the third, who can just sit there until they finally realize that their <laughs> current quarterback sucks.
2: The Coach Steve Show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter, and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, on sides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickofftea.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff T. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA for high school. Okay, The Launchpad Kickoff T is a game changer. So if you go to launchpad com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a launchpad kickoff tea for 10% off. So go to launchpad kickoff tea.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve show to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two. And get more percent off or there's an option to buy four if you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees if you like it so much when you use the code css you'll get the fourth one free so instead of paying full price for all four you'll get three so go to launchpadkickofftee.com css use the code css get 10 percent off buy four to get the fourth one free this is a game changer guys it does more than just hold your balls Go get the Launchpad Kickoff tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season.
5: And he won't be coming into a bad situation. You've got Jefferson and Thielen. Uh, yeah. That's not a bad situation.
4: And what they about? drafted Wyatt Davis, that monster of a guard from Ohio State.
5: Oh, yeah, who looks like Blastoise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that for that like meme? Uh huh. I can't unsee that. Like it literally looks like Blastoise. The
4: only Falcons. thing I like about Washington's draft was drafting an off-ball linebacker in the first round.
5: And like, that kid, that kid's pretty good, though. He
4: is, but he only really had one year of being good, right? Because he got
5: kicked out of his previous college, right? I don't know if it was that or what I think they, it was. That was the corner out of Kentucky. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. They, no, they said he's like an athletic freak.
2: Like, they gave the Atlanta if, Falcons an A. Plus.
4: If you're Washington, like their front seven is scary.
5: If you are the Atlanta Falcons and you can't generate yards. Uh, you just need to be fired. Like, they need to fire you after three games if you can't move the ball. They have Pitts, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Todd Gurley at running back, who's still serviceable enough. Like, if you can't generate points in that offense, and Matt Ryan's your quarterback, he can still deal. He just ain't, he hadn't had anybody since Kyle Shanahan. Oh, Andy got had Sarkeesian, who in the pros was a statistic killer.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Then he goes to Alabama and just everybody wants Sarkisian.
2: They Which even gave...
4: They bring Florida back, or uh, Texas back.
2: They gave the Green Bay Packers an A. If,
5: if they lose... If they lose uh, Aaron Rodgers... Because of that first round pick not being offensive help, because you still had Rondale Moore, you had offensive help sitting there at wide receiver, like somebody to put because I know that the King guy, uh, whatever the hell his last name, first name is, like the, the King guy lost him the game on those blown coverages, but still, Aaron Rodgers is about to leave. <laughs> well, and you don't give him anything.
2: Well, you, it's funny you brought that up. Their first pick was Eric Stokes, the cornerback from Georgia. So they're like, nope, no more. And
5: Stokes would have probably been there in the second round.
2: And they got the center from Ohio State. And uh, Amari Rogers from Clemson, the wide receiver. So they're helping Aaron Rogers out there. Another offensive tackle. A guard from Wisconsin.
4: I mean I- – I have a hard time saying the Packers do anything correctly. Mm-hmm.
2: Because it just hurts my soul. And Aaron Rodgers still wants out. He wants to go to the Kentucky Derby with his hair slicked back and have a good time. That's right. Why, not? Why not? not? And Dave Portnoy was there. I bet he's working at Barstool tomorrow.
4: I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, what else do you have to prove? I'm sure you want like a second Super Bowl, right? Yeah. That's probably – I don't know. He's been league MVP, what, three times? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Because he's put up unbelievable numbers.
4: Dude, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I just hang it up and host Jeopardy.
5: Fuck Dude, me. the Dolphins did pretty damn well. Because they got the Hickenburg guy from Notre Dame. Who's just as serviceable as Toonsel. because toonsel has been just absolute shit in Houston. You want to talk about a team that fleeced a team? Miami fleeced Houston. Oh yeah, they did. Because Houston, they fleeced Pittsburgh for a safety. You realize they they got with the Houston pick? That's what they used to draft Waddle because Miami was actually good.
4: Yeah, Miami picked 18th. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love scrolling through this, and all of a sudden you see this short little writing. I'm like, oh, there's the Seattle Seahawks picks because there was only three.
4: Yeah, everyone else has got a big list of guys.
2: Then there's the Seahawks. Seahawks. Whose defense sucked. Poor
5: Russell Wilson. You know, once again, if you look at it, and I'm still going back to this Fields trade, right? So we trade with the Giants. But the Giants ain't taking a – wait, who was their quarterback? Uh,
4: Jones. Jones, yeah.
5: Oh, okay. So you've got – them and 11. The Cowboys, they have Prescott. The Chargers have uh, Herbert. The Jets just drafted their guy, so they ain't picking a quarterback. The Pacers- say, I'll
4: interject. The Jets are stupid enough
5: to
2: take another quarterback. <laughs> well, then it would have been good for all of us to see this. We want a
5: good quarterback room.
2: <laughs> By the
4: way, I would
2: have been fired
4: up for that. I'm like, hell uh, yeah, competition, brother.
2: Why do the Jets have six quarterbacks? <laughs> one of them's got to pan out
5: let uh, Is that Patriots, cocaine? The Patriots wanted Jones. The Cardinals already have Kyler Murray. The Raiders, they could do Raider things, but I'm pretty sure they were dead set. If you're taking Leatherwood there, you're John taking Gruden, Leatherwood there no matter what.
4: But also, John Gruden loves quarterbacks.
5: He does, but right. I think – You don't take Alex Leatherwood there if you're not saying you're taking Alex Leatherwood there before any of this happened.
4: I think every year John Gruden's draft board goes every first-round quarterback, a second-round quarterback, and then, like, fourth-round tackles. That's all they have on their draft board.
5: Uh, The Miami Dolphins have Tua, and the Washington football team ain't going to jade themselves again by taking another Ohio State quarterback. So he would have fell. That's
4: unless one of those teams, like I said, picks back up from the second round.
5: But who would it have been? Is the question because But if uh, Fields gets taken, Atlanta maybe, maybe Atlanta. Cincinnati already has their quarterback. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit maybe, mm-hmm. but I mean with Golf sitting there with that big of a pay scale I don't know maybe the panthers and the broncos are already planning on getting Aaron Rodgers so
2: and they but, traded for Teddy Bridgewater right and then my thing is it's not You're like if they did this.
5: so i don't know how many teams would have been moving up
2: but then if someone did take fields it's not like you didn't have another quarterback to take that would not have been good take Trask take Ian Book let's be honest whoever.
5: you don't need a good quarterback We just needed Mitchell Trubisky to be allowed to be Mitchell Trubisky instead of trying to be what Matt Nagy wanted him to be. Because in that one year we saw it, he had like 30-some touchdowns and 10
2: interceptions. I'm still on this Trask thing, though. I'm I'm going to die on this hill.
4: We should have let Mitch kiss the titties, and we would (laughs) have been fine.
2: Well,
5: because – and this is the thing. Did Mitch lose – the? remember the first Green Bay game when Khalil Mack comes in? Did Mitch lose that game or did Matt Nagy's bullshit play calling lose us that game?
4: Along with defensive choking, which the defense got left out to dry on that game. If you remember right, that whole second half.
5: Yeah, because it was run, run, run,
2: run, run, run. I I felt
4: like I was watching an Illinois game. Yeah. or,
2: Or short pass. And then six straight runs. Yes. And then,
5: so then you look at, so that was one, in Mitch's good year, that was one game that he had where Nagy basically took it out of his hands, right? Because the offense put up 20 points in the first half, and we shut Green Bay out. It was a shutout. We had shut Green Bay out for a half, which I don't think any of us ever saw coming. So then you look at the Giants game. Trubisky didn't play in that game. You look at the Miami game. Did Trubisky play in that one? he got hurt for a couple games, didn't he? Are you talking about his this second year? year? Yes, second year. Or did he play all sixteen? I think he, he played play all sixteen. All- when did he hold on?
4: This year yeah, he got know, hurt. Year
2: after year three. Well, this year he got hurt.
5: Yeah. Hold on. Say so we're going to pro football reference. So I can remember this shit because Matt Nagy's giving me Alzheimer's. No, I'm gonna- Mitch Trubisky in his second year only started 14 games. We lost two games because Chase Daniels played. We lost to Miami and we lost to the New York Giants. We
2: played the Patriots that year?
5: Yeah, we and we lost to the Patriots at home. We lost to, yeah. Trubisky only started 14 games. He didn't play a full a full season. He was 11-3 and three as the starter, and we were 11-5 and five because we lost to Miami. We lost to the Giants. We lost to – and Nagy's play calling actually fucked us in the Giants because we lost in overtime. Same with Miami. His bullshit play calling. Guess what lost us the playoff game? The one time we pushed the ball down the field, it's a 40-yard pass to Anthony Miller. But that was the only time we pushed the ball down the field. The whole damn game. So please tell – like – and I'm going to say this for Justin Fields. We can't even judge you as a quarterback if Nagy's calling your plays because he is going to screw you because if he gets a lead, he is going to play not to lose, and in big games, he is going to play not to lose. Hey,
4: but he has BU written on his play card. Yeah.
2: Well, he's being him all right. He needs to quit being himself. Quit being you. I'm going to blow up his draft room.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Steve, you really like to blow things up.
2: There's nothing else to do. Everybody else could for a year. Why can't I do it?
5: Like you realize, you realize that Mitch Trubisky, we got rid of him and he went six and three. Tell me what Chicago quarterbacks that other than Kyle Orton, we got rid of him for 13 and three. And Thomas Jones. Oh, that was
4: rough. Who then went to the Jets and is the reason I'm a Jets fan.
5: Yeah. But you think about it Trubisky is 29 and 21 as a starter. He was 4 and 8 that first year, which they wouldn't even let him throw the ball that first
4: year. Yeah.
5: So his second year, he has an off year. Okay. Or his third year, sorry. Second year, he was a Pro Bowl alternate who ended up in the Pro Bowl because of people making the Super Bowl. So he's 11 and three and six and three. And that middle year there was because Matt Nagy was a cock and wouldn't call plays for Mitchell Trubisky. He called him for Matt Nagy's super duper offense and shit. That's what his playbook's called, by the way.
2: Thunder
4: Nagy's super duper offense and shit? Yes. What's the and shit? Was that all the fucking uh, yeah? That's
5: the, yeah, that's the Santa sleigh and all that shit.
2: Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna die on this Trask hill. I'm just saying, you could have still got a quarterback, Brad. You were all on board with. Don't make me pull up old college football recaps. No, I like Kyle Trask. I do.
4: I do. But Kyle Trask is this has the same problem that the other two white guy quarterbacks we have on our team right now have.
2: But he's a better thrower. He has a, he's a better thrower. He has better pocket awareness.
4: I don't think More, he's a better thrower than Justin Fields. I think so. I think Justin Fields has a better arm than Kyle Trask.
2: Then what did Kyle Trask do against Alabama? What did he do against LSU? What did he do against these other teams?
4: Listen, he had really he good
2: back up again.
4: He had really fucking good receivers. Yeah. who you have to all you have to do who is make a shot put a fucking ball to his receivers and they're gonna take it 90 yards. name
2: one other good receiver besides me right now name one can you name one without looking it up because i can't kyle Ooh. pitts i said besides him
4: uh who is the
2: fucking other one that is a exactly we don't know see we can don't Aries know there is tony since we don't know, it don't matter. It I, mean, I just told you a second one. They didn't play against Alabama, and he put up three or 400 yards and scored 50 some points.
4: Congratulations. They didn't play against Alabama. You're Thundercut telling Smith, Florida? to fuck up. I am smoking crap Florida crash. doesn't have four-star backups.
2: Who is the backup? I don't give a shit. I didn't watch so much Florida. You should have because Trask is better you than did. Justin Fields.
4: Florida, but I don't know who the goddamn backups are, Steve.
2: Well, you should. Congratulations. Thundercut Smith, I have no idea who you are, but we are both smoking cocaine (laughs) Uh, with our NFTs. Thank you very much. So
5: this is really going to get Steve fired up. Uh, The leading rusher on his team. Now let's make a comment here that they played a full schedule and like Ohio State did because they're bitches.
2: Well, yeah. Well, that (laughs) ended up (laughs)
5: His number one running
2: back.
4: Are we just gonna pass over the fact of what Jacob said? What DMC announced Kendrick Green to the
2: Steelers. Yeah, it was awesome. DMC, that's the coolest shit ever. Jacob, you got. I sorry, we were hot and heavy, and I'm reading someone named Thunder. Thunder Con- Kendrick, right?
4: boy, fuck you, Thunder. Never mind, I'm not gonna say that name out loud.
5: But whatever.
2: But anyway,
4: still
2: blonde, no, no. Either Coach Steve is a massive troll that knows how to get under a ginger boy skin, or his brain has leaked out of his ear. Both. <laughs> yes. Clearly, he doesn't know about your quads, Brad. But That's anyway. True. So wait, Brad has red hair. Can we just stop for a second? Wait, wait, Who
3: is
5: because you guys are arguing. So I'm. I'm bringing this well, up. hold on.
2: Now I want to call out this guy. Now I want it yeah. after we after
5: That's your guy. He's just, he's just a troll. So, anyways, leading rusher for Florida, 500 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Uh, next dude 310. I don't even know if they had a thousand yards rushing between everybody put together. Ball was literally in his hands the whole time. So you had who's Jacob Copeland? I don't know that's some backup receiver. then you had Trayvon Grimes. It's another one that was close. Malik Day, I have no – that was a running back. Justin Shorter, have no clue who that is. Yeah, he literally – Trayvon Grimes and Jacob Copeland were the other two receivers in the offense, and they probably got their yards because the other two guys opted out. Yeah, which
4: is fine. You only really need two guys – with the driver Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Toney.
2: But Fields didn't have to show up in games. He could just hand the ball off. Like a Northwestern game. He could hand the ball off. Or this He could literally turn around, and hand it off, and not throw one ball, and they would probably win the game. Because and their I offensive line, that. because of this, Trask had to throw the ball for them to win. So I'd rather take a guy where he put a guy on his back. Uh, don't you walk away from me.
5: I'm trying to look here.
2: You guys got fired up, so I have to get fired up.
5: The Grimes guy only had 38 receptions on the full year. Yeah, he really had nobody else to throw to once those guys opted out.
2: And Dan Mullen knows offense, but I never understood when he would design run plays for Trask. That's one thing I never understood. Yeah, like He could probably put his nose down and get you one or two yards. When he was trying to do the wide zone stuff with him, I never understood it. This guy is going to be put in timeout. I
5: like this
4: guy. No, I, I, like I, put him
2: guy. In, I put him in timeout. You
5: him? Steve, Why? you can't do that. Steve? This is the fun part. You can't talk
2: shit about like Shannon Sharp and stuff and then do something that Shannon Sharp would do. He'll be yeah. back in five minutes. In five what minutes, he'll be back. I can't. Really? He'll be back in five minutes.
4: He's sitting here watching this bullshit-ass podcast. right <laughs> Like... <laughs>
5: well so i personally think and i'm still going out on this i actually just wanted to piss him off more if that pick is a top 10 draft pick i think we overpaid.
2: no i agree i'm just saying if we would never have traded would have been so bad to get trash that's what i'm saying like it wasn't like there was zero quarterbacks that's my argument
5: Let's let's be honest here. As long as we're dealing with Matt Nagy, there's gonna be no quarterback that fits his offense because no. his offense is built for one man.
4: And I think that listen, life off of Twitter has changed me. And I'm a positive person now, Steve. You were
2: you were backpacking.
4: And yeah. I spent the weekend. He
2: backpacked to clear his mind for this.
4: Yeah, I had to I had to take some time off of the world. Okay. And I'm just trying to be positive about the Bears because I don't have any other options in my life. I just have to take this shitty team and try to have some happiness out of it.
2: Or you could add stress to your life and argue like I do.
4: So basically so we, you're telling me I'll just make a brand new Twitter.
2: That's what you need to do. And then just tweet at the old one still. Yeah, we'll tag cunt that. Cunt we'll cunt. tag that one.
5: The Thunder Cunt Smith before he <laughs> takes.
4: <laughs> oh god.
5: I you wanna know what though? I think the one stat that that Brad found interesting because Clemson's defenses have been so good is that they had nobody selected on the defensive side of the ball in this draft.
4: That was also uh, some of the worst defensive play calling I've ever seen. Yes, in that game, we talked about that right after the game, didn't we?
5: Yeah, I they think were so. To
4: get lost. Yeah. When that linebacker got kicked out.
5: Yeah, like, they never gone. really had like their full strength defense because that safety came in at halftime.
2: Yeah, and then and when then, Justin uh, Field, when Justin Fields was hurt, make them go to the outside. Then make Justin Fields run the ball.
5: Yeah. And, I mean, also, the first ever targeting to the hip socket we've ever seen.
4: Yeah. Uh, can, you, can you admit, though, that it might be kind of fun to have a quarterback now that runs a
2: 4-4? The 40-time the makes no difference to me whatsoever. I could give a rat's ass about a hand-time 40-time. For can you like, just I, be
4: excited I, about
2: something? No. No. Okay. Right. I can I, be I,
5: excited – About the fact that the Indianapolis Colts got better on defense, and that's who we're cheering for this year anyway. So it don't fucking matter.
4: The Indianapolis Colts got a lot better all around. Yeah, they did. We're being serious.
5: And they didn't even overpay for wins. No, they didn't. We need somebody of, see, and that's what if Chicago would say, screw this, let's go out and get this badass quarterback and miss just over and over again and say, you know what? just going to settle for the above average guy. But we're going to give him an amazing offensive line with a a big play wide receiver threat, a guy who can stretch the field, and a guy that can win jump balls, and a solid running back, which we already have. Believe it or not, we already have Mooney and Robinson, and we just build a nice solid offensive line. We could be competent, but instead we want to have this hot shot quarterback because we have this hot shot coach.
4: Well, okay, for as long as we've all been alive, what have the Chicago Bears been chasing?
5: Quarterbacks. And they're going to continue to chase them.
4: The Green Bay Packers.
5: Oh, yeah.
4: We have been chasing the Green Bay Packers who, what have they done? Like, there have been several years where Green Bay has not had good teams, but have had a Hall of Fame quarterback who just pasted over all of it. Yep. And – I think they've been trying to do that without any success at all for years. And I don't necessarily trust uh, the Bears front office to just pick good football players in general. Like I don't trust them to pick above average tackles or elite level tackles like you're talking about.
5: And let's be honest. They, they might have with this guy. Maybe. Maybe.
4: With, uh... God damn it. Jenkins. I'm getting so mad at Steve, I can't even think right now.
2: Well, Brad, you were yeah. going to be... I, w- I was telling you, I'm this close to being a Jets fan. Like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm Come that on, close. Maybe,
5: but we what got, I'm we're we're saying is, is we, don't need, we don't need a Justin Fields. We need Ryan Tannehill. Or somebody like that.
4: You realize Justin Fields is Ryan Tannehill. I
2: all think Kyle Ryan, Trask would be a better Ryan all Tannehill. All Ryan Tannehill's,
4: like, development that took him eight years to become Ryan Tannehill we know now, they're the exact same problems. Like he held worked. on for all too long, took a lot of sacks, slow progression through reads, had a good arm, was – like a plus athlete because he played receiver. Like they're basically the same quarterback.
5: You want to know who was Ryan Tannehill? Mitchell Trubisky was a Ryan Tannehill. And when they actually allowed him to move instead of sit here and you need to read these four reads.
2: When they made him a one-read quarterback, he was competent enough. Justin Fields is uh, Lamar Jackson.
4: But there's the other problem is, like, competent enough quarterback is good when they're on their rookie contract, but then you have to pay that guy.
5: The average quarterback contract now, though, is, like, $20 million.
4: But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay when they're a rookie on their rookie deal. But, like, Mitchell wasn't – would you say he's – Mitchell at his peak was 75% of what Ryan Tannehill is?
5: I would say he was all of what we needed though.
4: But I'm saying like we were getting ready to have to pay Mitchell a hell of a lot more money to just be adequate.
5: I personally don't think that he would have commanded that big of a contract. He would have commanded money, but I don't think, I don't know. I just I don't think that Fields is that answer because I think they're going to try and do too much, and it's going to end up he's just going to have a shutdown mode because I think Nagy's going to be like, ooh, this is my guy. I drafted him. So now all of a sudden he's going to have this belief that he never even gave Mitch Ice Cube's chance in hell to have that same belief. And then he's going to throw it all at him, and it ain't going to be pretty because we're going to play against some good-ass teams and some good-ass teams early on.
2: And that's my other thing I was going to get fired up about was these NFL coaches. You hear it all the time, though, and it's not just me. You hear it. They don't adapt to what they have. So a new head coach comes in, a new play call. They don't want to adapt to what they have. Like, you're going to do what I do. And that's why I respect college coaches more because they say, okay, I'm going to adapt to what you're going to do. And high school coaches, usually, we all know some that don't, we're going to do what you can do. I don't know what
5: guy, if it was Chris Carter – Michael Irvin, I can't... This was back when they were talking about Dak Prescott a lot. And they were talking about how successful Dak Prescott was in uh, the previous head coach, whatever the hell his name was, because I don't watch Cowboys. Oh, Jason Garrett? Yeah. How well he played in Jason Garrett's system. And they made the point that Jason Garrett made it a point to to like cater his offense to Dak Prescott's abilities. And so... That's the thing in the NFL. You see guys have success. It's because the coach says, you know what? I'm not going to be stuck in my ways. I'm going to shift what we do towards your abilities. And like Andy Reid, after coaching for as long as Andy Reid's coach and had multiple competent quarterbacks. I mean, hell, he had Donovan McNabb for a long time. He finally found a guy that could do everything that he wanted to do. But it's taken him until he's 64 years old. And, like, it's his once-in-a-coaching-career guy. And not every coach finds that guy.
2: Well, like uh, Baltimore, they went to a straight-up wing T option formations a lot. But, I mean, it's true. They, It's like Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he can't throw, but he does short passes pretty well, but he can do it off of a read or a play action. And they went to that wing T triple option. Now this year, the NFL said, oh, we're the NFL. We can figure out how to stop this, which they did. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm scared of with Justin Fields. Are we going to start seeing an option thing here, work this year, save Matt Nagy's career, then next year they figure out how to – then we're stuck, and then next year – the NFL defensive coordinators go, oh, we get paid a lot of money to figure this out. We can figure out how to stop this option offense. Matt Nagy shits the bed. Justin Fields is a one-read guy. And then we're back where we started, like from 2018. Is it just going to be a carousel over again? Because it's kind
5: of like the Wildcat was cool at one point. Yeah. With Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams, and then guess what happened the next year? Wildcat didn't do shit. And now the Wildcats basically phased out all over again. Or the Philly special.
4: Like once or twice a game.
5: Right. But it's very. The Bears trying to do it with Cordero Patterson and Tariq Cohen. Probably not. Let's just call that stupid shit. That's the the stupid shit part of the playbook.
4: Well, basically anything where Cordero Patterson was in the backfield. Stupid shit. Yeah.
2: And then my other. My other fear with Justin Fields is he could outrun the Big Ten defensive players. What about the NFL? Like, I think
4: 4-4 four, four translates.
2: It, then side to side does not matter in a 4-4. Four, 4-4 four. Four, four is when nobody's around. You're going straight down the field. I'm talking about side to side.
4: I understand how sports work.
2: I don't know if you do if you okay. don't like my Trask comments.
4: <laughs> listen, I like Kyle Trask. I do. Listen I'm here, th- Listen here, Thunder.
2: Listen here, Thunder Cut. <laughs>
4: I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Fuck you, and I'll right. see you
5: next Sunday. Well, all he ran right, take- and it wasn't laser time, so that's a 4-6. So he ran a 4-6. Okay,
4: sure. Whatever. He ran a 4-6. Congratulations. He's still more athletic than it's Mitchell. It's not publicity. a 4-4. Four, four. Whatever. Okay. I watched him run away from college defenses.
5: Yeah, there's no laser there. There's literally a cone sitting there. An orange cone, you can buy at, like, Walmart.
4: Were you about so that's to say Best be Buy?
5: No, I was, about, well, I was about to say Best Buy, but that ain't even close. I don't
4: think Best Buy sells traffic cones.
5: Yeah, you literally have guys <laughs> sitting there with stopwatches.
4: Which is what everyone had to do this year because there was no combine.
5: Which is why I'm not too thrilled with like everybody's I mean, old Kyle Gibbs
4: ran a 439.
2: Yeah. You mean to, no, tell, he me yeah. you mean no, to tell me that? You mean to tell me they couldn't take. They couldn't take I the track equipment. Defensive backs
4: all year.
5: How is it, Brad, that I can afford a free lap system, but these college teams <laughs> can't afford a laser system?
2: Or go ask the track program, like, hey, can we borrow this for a second? Yeah, you know, you, you all got a
4: The track team at Ohio State has to have a laser track system.
2: Right. There's if they no chance in hell. You want to know why? I blame LeBron James. Continue. You want to
5: know why? It's because they didn't want these guys to realize how much slower they had gotten being in college football. Because all they do is, well, Ohio State's a lot more progressive. But a lot of these dudes, they just lift weights.
4: Yeah. Well, I think certain programs are, you can count on guys to be fast. Fast, like Florida always has fast players.
5: Alabama, Alabama.
4: Florida.
5: Yeah, I mean honestly, four and it's four, four, four. By the way, yeah. Hand time. Hand time. Hand time. Let's go ahead and throw that out there. So it's really a five-one. So it's basically like you if you would have done more squats.
2: The dude basically has one leg.
5: Hold on. Let's see what Mitch Trubisky's laser time. Wait. 41.
2: Has Brad not noticed his name?
4: That's fine, Steve. That's fine. This is our last fucking podcast we're ever going to do.
2: I'll, no. see you. I'll see you
4: next Sunday. I'll see you next Sunday.
5: Now Mitchell me... Trubisky was a 467 on the lasers. So I would say they were pretty similar.
4: I will stand by the fact that Justin Fields is a better athlete than Mitchell Trubisky. And if you and if either one of you are shitty about that comment, you're just pissy about the draft. You're pissy I about mean, how the draft went.
2: I mean, LeBron does suck.
4: Yeah, no, LeBron James. <laughs> it all goes back to him somehow. It's LeBron's fault the Bears can't find and develop a good quarterback.
2: I you. mean, it's about time you agreed with me. Don't worry, Brad. I copied and pasted the name back in. I copied it.
5: For you, did he do anything else? I don't even know if he did anything else.
2: Steve, no, Justin Field. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Justin I'll... Field is T- no, no. Just Justin F- more bullshit. No, no. I was gonna say I agree with you. Justin Field is an athlete. I can't take that away from anything. Okay. He's athletic.
4: I got you to say one nice thing. That's he all just... I really
2: needed out of today. But take a take a hit in the back like a man. But is, act like you died.
5: Is But is Justin Fields a better athlete than Tom Brady? Yes. Okay, well – No, so it's Justin Fields know. that okay. There's a difference between seven, being an athlete seven, and being a
4: quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time.
5: The well, greatest yes. professional athlete of all time.
2: Greatest professional athlete ever. I think Logan Paul is the greatest –
4: Tom, Tom Brady, Steve. Tom Brady <laughs> Logan Paul, my, uh, LeBron James, Michael Jordan.
2: Oh, you can go fuck yourself. Never put LeBron James up in hey, that conversation. Wait,
4: did Jordan ever deal with a high ankle sprain and then say he would never be the same again? LeBron, Michael Jordan broke his and leg. You know why he's going through, Steve? Have
2: LeBron. you ever had a high ankle sprain? Oh,
5: my God. LeBron.
2: His life's never going to be the same. LeBron needs to take the tampon out of his vagina and ass and go play. Both his ass.
4: but that's how he puts the steroids in, Steve. <laughs> you got the anally
5: inserted.
2: He, know you know, you can just do it in the foot, it he just makes more the, sense.
4: He goes to the you same what, massage Thunder,
5: therapist. Uh, Thunder Smith never came back, by the way. Good.
4: Well, yes, I can't believe you're blocking the comments,
2: first Let's of see. all. It said timeout. First of all, it said timeout, and I thought it was only going to be for a minute. I don't make the settings. You can't. You you can't. It gives you two options, timeout or block. I said timeout.
4: It says you says
2: block. For five minutes. I said timeout. Blocking means they can never look at the page ever again.
4: Well, Steve, God. I would really like you to commit right now to let the trolls
2: go. Yes,
3: we gotta let like him back. You,
2: Brad, but hold on. We were doing so good. We were doing so good. I didn't want somebody to ruin the flow. So he had to be putting time out for a second and then come back.
4: It was my favorite part of this podcast. We had a guy named Thundercunt show up to our podcast and start commenting. How and is that Brad, on
5: brand and for the He show? was easily insulting. He was talking shit about Steve
2: and said you were a troll and called Brad like a ginger. Now, yeah. how did he come up with ginger? Like, I don't understand. I mean, I have red hair. It's not red. Red. It's
4: strawberry blonde.
2: From which Strawberry like field
4: Try to be a man and say that out loud, but I'm strawberry blonde.
5: All right. Well, that was a good discussion.
4: Yeah, I feel like I aired some grievances.
5: I got to get everything that
2: I wanted to get out. Yeah. And the Bears should have taken Trask.
4: I will say you you are right in saying the Bears leveraged the future on this guy.
5: Yes.
4: This is the second time in like 10 years we've leveraged our future over a quarterback.
5: And much- third time total because Khalil Mack was the other one.
2: Now I have a question because I can't remember. What did we give up to get Trubisky. Two
5: firsts. Yeah, two future firsts. And I think a third. second
2: or a third, yeah, yeah. So at least we didn't give up as much <laughs> like we did for Trubisky.
3: And
5: Trubisky would have been there at that third pick. That's I'm still sitting on this hill. I have a hard time not thinking that Fields would have been there. Because you got to think, the Raiders had four other tackles and they chose Leatherwood. So let's be honest, they were taking Leatherwood. Maybe. (laughs) Because
2: John
4: Think, isn't Ron Rivera the general manager? Yeah. He would have taken Fields.
2: Fine. Then we have another that's the thing, though. There's other quarterbacks to pick from Like there was no quarterback. So I just don't understand.
1: Doesn't
2: Justin Fields have a fake hip now? I don't know. Does this is a fake hip? From getting hit at Clemson. China Man is not the issue here, Steve.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that rug really tied the room together.
2: God, just take now, a hit in the back like a man.
4: Okay, listen.
2: That's oh, just
4: gamesmanship. That's gamesmanship, Steve.
5: Yeah, Which, but what, now what? we have.
4: If you get hit and you're a quarterback and you don't flail, like
2: that's just dumb. So we're LaFlopping now. We're bringing a LaFlopper into Chicago. Yes.
4: If it makes a difference between lose, winning and losing a game, fuck yeah, LaFlop all over the place. We're
2: I'm going gonna gonna to blow up Soldier Field. We're going to – oh, God. <laughs> you're going to put on a watch list.
5: Yeah, yeah. Steve well, speaking, basically made the terrorist watch.
2: Did you see they might go to Arlington Heights now? The Bears. Why? Because the, the horse race track is up for sale, all that land. So it's been brought up that the Bears might buy to move there.
5: They just updated their facilities.
2: Now, I don't know if it'll be the game field or like a practice place. I could see the practice place, maybe like the summer stuff to go it there.
4: Soldier the, Field's like a landmark,
2: right?
5: You know, this is what happens when you don't own the stadium you play
2: in. This is why, but this situation, I blame Lori Lightfoot. No. What kind I of name I, is Lightfoot?
4: I thought the McCaskies own.
2: They don't own the field. Chicago Park District does.
4: Oh, that's right.
2: Because they used to be in Peoria way back in the day.
4: Yeah. And the Staley's before that.
2: And the Staley's. So that's why I think the Bears are thinking about buying it, or Ka- McCaskies are thinking about buying that land because it's huge. I've been there one time, it's huge. Yeah, it's a half a mile track. It's huge. But like even, but like around it too. They own all of that. Like art like they own all of it around it.
5: Mm. Yeah, sounds good. I'll buy it. Take two of them. <laughs> so of what, is wanna, hey, hold on, because I got to get off here. Because I told my wife I'd be off at three so I could make dinner. But, um, anyways, uh, I found some land down in Alabama. So I'm looking. 45 acres, no, 65 acres, okay? Now imagine you're sitting at the Dairy Queen next to Westville High School and you look across Route 1, Gulf of Mexico. We just split that three ways. Gets us the hell out of Illinois, down in legitimate BFE right next to the OCEAN. We could have a good time.
2: I going to Alabama have- games.
5: Yeah, and we go to Alabama games.
2: Can we go find Ed Orgeron, too, and be like, let's go Crawford? Yeah,
5: he's pretty damn close to Louisiana. It's like in that little handle part.
4: Yeah, it's like the uh, Gulf Shores, Gulf or is that Gulf the other side? Whatever.
5: Hell, I don't know where it's at. All I know is they got a picture of it, quarter of a million dollars, 45 acres, nice flat land. We all get RVs, live out there.
4: We create a compound. (laughs) We call it Waco. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of guns. Yes. And sister wives. (laughs) Yes. Have you run that part of it by your wife yet? No. Okay.
5: But honestly, getting up every day and just walking across the street to the beach, not a bad job for a homeless guy.
4: Yeah, but I, I don't want to live somewhere nice. <laughs>
5: like, I like being miserable. But you know? with no Twitter, you don't want to complain. So this would like, you could get rid of all technology because you literally have the best view ever when you just go out and go sit on the beach all day. It's
4: a good point. Good point. Thanks for bringing me back to my new outlook.
5: What entertainment would you need if you could just go to the ocean?
4: I don't know. Just, there are turkeys down there. It's really you, all the friends I need.
5: You pull your jet ski across the road because you're that close to the ocean. You just drop in the ocean and go jet skiing for a little while, come back. Uh, really,
4: that's all I want in life is just a jet ski.
5: You know how much fun that is but scary at the same time, especially yeah. when you're in the ocean?
4: Yeah, they're a blast.
5: <laughs> My wife hates them, but. Really? I, yeah. We had a bad experience at Key West. These Polish guys kept screwing up the wake on our jet ski tour. So we had some times where we were about four or five foot off the water. Ooh. Like 65 miles an hour. Yeah, we were
2: hauling ass.
4: Yeah, some of was- those jet skis like shit and get.
2: Oh, the Polish. Ours, Ours did. Oh, the Polish.
4: I don't know. I spent most of yesterday kayaking. Just
5: so you could kayak on the ocean.
4: Yeah, but the ocean's full of monsters.
5: That's true. Well, yeah. We've heard it in the last podcast. Yeah. The blobfish is out there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I had a track meet, and I finished Tim Grover's book yesterday. I love in it how it says LeBron is not a cleaner. So that's all I needed? It's hmm all I needed.
5: hmm Yeah. Because with Tim Grover, LeBron wouldn't be handicapped for the rest of his
2: life. Yeah. True. He has, an, he has a new he, book coming out I need to get. Never
4: going to be the same after a high Just, ankle sprain.
2: I mean, Brent Favre broke his leg and still played. I mean, it's it's whatever. A lot of drugs, too, Steve. You're telling me LeBron can't afford drugs. Um,
5: Brett Favre took a lot of pride in being on on opiates, sending dick pics to reporters. (laughs) Man,
2: LeBron doesn't send enough dick pics to reporters to play.
4: Brett Favre noted, not a good guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Kobe tore his A.C. or his uh, Achilles and walked back onto the court
5: matter matter of fact, the Green Bay Packers were thrilled when Aaron Rodgers got hurt in that Chicago game because they were like, oh shit, we can use the last of the Brett Favre kit. <laughs> Load him up. Toyol. <laughs> we have to get rid of all of this. And then and then Ohio State called him for that hit on fields. That yeah. was the last of it. <laughs>
2: That's where he was in that tent. They were waiting for that shipment to show up.
5: Yeah, they were like,
4: we're waiting for the Green Bay Packers to give us the rest of that tortle.
2: <laughs> and we need all of it. It's all fine if it. your left eye droops down a little bit. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> he
4: comes out like Peter Griffin in that episode. He has a stroke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Lois, why are you giving me into my stroke hand? <laughs> this is my
1: hand. <laughs> uh. Oh,
5: my God.
2: What? How long was I in the stem cell research? About five minutes. Why are we not funding this?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like walks in, walks out. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> all right. Is that enough?
4: I think that's, I think we, uh, we that got it
5: This was good.
2: All right. Blouses yeah. and Joe Rogan knows more than Dr. Fauci. Blouses. Blouses.